Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care while providing simple approaches to real-life challenges. Join me as I examine the roles of music, relationships, and more as it relates to self-care. I'm your host, Makita. Let's dive in. Welcome back. It is time for Tea with Makita. Thank you for sharing your space, time, and your energy with me today. Please do not forget to hit the save button so you can get updates on the latest episodes. This week, we are spilling tea on mental health. Yes, it is time to check in with ourselves. We have all experienced or know someone who is dealing with some form of mental health. And there are several types, like mood disorders, such as depression and bipolar, anxiety disorders, personality disorders, psychotic disorders, PTSD, substance abuse, and even eating disorders. Did you know that 44 million adults in America, that's about one in five adults in a year, experience some form of mental illness. But because of the stigma, most people do not seek treatment. And according to research, there is 1.8 million of our youth in America suffering from depression. Yet, only 25% receive consistent treatment. I want you to let that sink in just a little bit. 1.8 million of our youth suffer from depression, yet only 25% of them receive consistent treatment. Now, that's not even looking at low-income minorities. They haven't even added that in as a factor. So can you imagine if we broke all of that down, what that would look like? So how do we start breaking down the barriers? How do we start getting individuals to want to seek treatment? Well, first we start having conversations just like this one. People have to know where they can go to get help. And they have to know that they won't be stigmatized or labeled just because they have some form of mental health. And it has to be more accessible and covered by our insurances. And we need community outreach programs. Our communities have to step up. We need more people involved. We have to spread the word. We need to start having these conversations with our family members, with our kids, our spouses, our friends. We need to let everyone know that you're not alone. As I said, there's 44 million adults in America that are suffering. And half of them 
don't seek treatment for various reasons. Um, a good example for me was, um, I remember last year during the COVID lockdowns, I had read an article and it was about coping uh, with stress and depression during COVID. And I was like, oh my goodness, because this article really broke down different ways people were covering up, you know, their depression or their stress and how you could start conversations with your spouse and your kids, you know, just to kind of check in. So I immediately thought, I got to check in. I got to get home. I got to I got to talk to my kids. I got to talk to my husband. So the first person I I talked to was my youngest daughter. And what I discovered was that she had found her own way to cope. She had started painting. She told me that she was using acrylic and she started telling me about how she would get up every morning. And this would be the first thing that she would do. She would start painting. And this would help her to relax and reduce her stress levels. And she really found that it made a difference to her. So, you know, I was like, you know, I was I was happy. I was so like, wow, like she's doing something great. Like I was really proud that she had worked out a way on her own to cope. So... I went to check on my husband and he started telling me like ways that he was doing different things to help him to cope and to deal with different things. And through all of these conversations I was having, what I realized was that I, I was the one that wasn't coping. I was reflecting all of my anxiety and stress onto everyone else. And it was a real eye-opener to just look at myself and really check in and just be aware of where I was at in that moment. Because mental health is so real to me. I have a family history of mental health um, illnesses. Um, I had an uncle and an aunt who were schizophrenia. So um, I understand how real mental health is. I understand how it can impact and influence your life. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen how when family members really don't understand what someone is going through, how it can even divide and tear apart a family. So it's so important to start having these conversations. So the question is, how do we move forward? How do we get to the place where we can start bringing awareness and checking in and seeing how we're doing? And I've come up with five things. Five things that you can do right now that you can start today. The first thing is we take it one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Rome was not built in a day. You did not learn how to walk in one day. 
So don't try to speed up your process. Take your time. Take it slow. Just get back up and keep going. The second thing is we share our stories and we support one another. I can't tell you how inspiring and empowering it is to hear someone else start talking and sharing their stories and realize that they have not only been through what I'm going through right now, but they have made it through. And just hearing their stories, just knowing that you're not alone, that there's other people just like you who's dealing with the same thing that you are. It's powerful. Which leads me to number three, which was realizing that you're not alone. Because I think people need to remember that you are not alone at all. It may feel like sometimes you're the only one who's suffering. But trust me, when you start having these conversations, when you open up about what you've gone through, what you've experienced, you will be surprised at how many people come back and start sharing stories of things they've either been through, things that they've witnessed, and they can help you. They can help you get to a place that you feel stronger, more motivated. And number four is start a gratitude journal. So with this journal, you would think of three things at the end of each day that you're grateful for. And these things can be big or small. And they can be as simple or as extravagant as you want them to be. These are things that you are grateful for. I bought a gratitude journal a couple of months ago when I started writing and sharing some of my thoughts on Facebook. And I can remember one of the things that I was grateful for was being able to get off of work and come straight home. Now, this may not seem like a big deal to some people, but it felt good knowing I didn't have to make any stops or do anything but go home. So just think of things that you are grateful for, things that make you happy. And number five is exercise. And this can be any form of exercise, such as walking, gardening, yoga, swimming, running, whatever you want to do. Try to spend at least 30 minutes just moving. Exercising helps to boost moods. It helps to reduce anxiety and depression. And it releases those happy, happy endorphins that really make us feel good. So take some time to check in on your friends and your family members, but don't forget to first check in on yourself. You cannot help anyone if you are not in a space, a mental space that is healthy for you. So check in on you first 
And if you're feeling like you can handle that, then you move on and you start checking in on the family members, your friends, co-workers. My favorite slogan is health is self-care. And I cannot stress that enough. And taking care of your mental health needs to be a priority for all of us. So as I bring this episode to a close, I want you to do one thing this week that promotes self-care for you. So think about something that you can do that is uniquely a self-care moment for you. It can be as simple as going to bed early, taking an extra 15 minutes in the shower, getting your nails done, or maybe calling up an old friend that you haven't talked to in a while. But just do something for yourself this week. Now, for more support, you can call the National Alliance Hotline at 800 950 N-A-M-I. Or if you're in a crisis, you can text N-A-M-I. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit into today's tea of the day. And my tea of the day is lemon balm. And I chose this tea because of its great ability to help reduce stress and improve insomnia. Now, you can find me on Instagram at smithmakita or online at my website at beautifully-unbalanced.com. Until next time, namaste. Mm-hmm.